Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. Today on the Life Day of the podcast, I wanted to talk about organization and my struggles with it and how I've tried to grow in that somewhat. Uh, first, if you've listened to me in the past, you know that I've recently in the past few years discovered that my mom was a covert narcissist and um, something I was listening to last week and kind of thinking about I struggle with uh, letting go of things. All my life I was called like a pack rat. Nothing like hoarding. <laughs> don't worry. I don't have that. Um, but I just struggle letting go of things. And I listened to someone talking about the connection between that and growing up um, with a narcissist or being in any kind of relationship with a narcissist and they were saying that what they've seen the connection is that um narcissists make you question everything and i i do remember this as a child um anytime i had to make a decision and i would try to make a decision and i would tell my mom what my decision was um, she would just question me on it. Um, narcissists want your reality to be their reality. And I just remember, I would finally get to the point where I'm just tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> it's so much easier than making a decision myself because uh, it's not going to be the right decision, um, based off of what you say. And um, I don't want to get in trouble for making the right, the wrong decision. Um, so I grew up very indecisive, very, um, I still struggle with that a little bit. I'm getting a little better, especially recognizing where it came from and what it, and what it is. And, um, just knowing that I need to be able to make decisions. I mean, you know, 40 something, I need to be able to make decisions in my life. And so that kind of helped me. I've always struggled, um, with that. And they said that you, because you, you don't trust yourself. And so you question everything. And I do. I mean, I am my worst, my own worst critic. I am very, very hard on myself. If I mess up or make a mistake, I'm trying to give myself a little more grace and do better with that. Um, but it isn't easy. And so anytime I have to get rid of something, I have this nagging feeling that, well, I'm going to need it. And then I'm going to waste money having to rebuy it or it'll be something I need and can't replace right away. Um, I've done a little bit better with that, having my own house. I mean, you have to, you can't keep everything. Um, and my husband has helped me with that because my husband is very much like, um, he's not going to get mad at me 
if I got rid of something and then have to go buy something again. He would rather me get rid of stuff and have space than worry about, you know, having to go back and rebuy. I mean, as long as it's not something big and expensive and that's helped me. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to get in trouble, you know, if I have to go buy something again, that's helped me a lot. Um, uh, seeing my kids let go of things has helped me too. Um, I will say though, it is really hard for me as their mom when we, when they clean out their room and they're going to go donate toys. A lot of times it's me that panics. I will have a panicked feeling, um, when we're about to drive off, leaving the toys. So I'm like, Oh my goodness. Would they, are they going to miss it? I have a sentimental attachment to things and it's annoying <laughs> to myself. I can only imagine about the people living with me, but it, it annoys me too. Um, but it's something I am trying to do better with. Um, so with that being said, getting organized for me was important. Um, especially once I got started having trouble with my memory, thanks to the Hashimoto's and all the thyroid issues, um, brain fog is, it's crazy. I mean, I will have moments where I can't, a common word and I will need to say it and I cannot think of it. I mean, words, names, they just drop out of my memory and it's kind of freaky. It freaks me out sometimes and I can't remember things. I used to be so not proud, but happy. I had a photographic memory all growing up. I could be taking a test and just think back to my notes and picture the words on the page and remember the answers. Um, I can't really do that very much anymore. And things that I wish I could remember, I can't, they're just not there. And when that started happening, I would, you know, I didn't want to forget, um, important appointments coming up or dates coming up or things going on. And so I started getting into planners and started watching videos on YouTube about planners. Um, I follow a woman, her channel is Amanda's favorites and her whole thing is about uh, different planners. And so she got me, um, when I saw her walking through like the Erin Condren planners, that's the one I use now It's the life planner. And this year I even used, uh, the Erin Condren homeschool planner to keep track of my son's work. And I got the student one for my daughter to keep track of her schoolwork. And I really like Erin Condren's just the way it's set up the paper, um, the different accessories she has. It's, it's really cool. The very first homeschool planner that I ever tried though was the one from Mardell's. Um, it's called the Simple Plan and it was real big and real nice and I I used that up until this year and I've been homeschooling for several years and love that one. It's really great. Um, 
but I like the Erin Condren one too. I just need something different this year, so I tried that. Um, but I cannot function without my planner. I kind of make the mistake of buying extra planners. Well, now I have one for my podcast to keep track of um, what I'm going to record next. And I tried to do one, a health planner, um, but I don't always write in that one. I just don't remember to do that. Um, but without that, I couldn't function. I mean, between uh, homeschooling and leading their 4-H group and all the church functions and doctor's appointments and just all the different things in life, um, I have to have a planner. And it's helped me a lot. I, you know, I know what's coming up. I know how to plan my week. I can even meal plan better based on that because I know, you know, what nights do I need to make? How many nights do I have to have a quick, easy supper versus, um, you know, a supper I can take a whole hour to cook? And that's really helped me. When I first wanted to uh, get more organized with, like, a cleaning schedule, because I will tell you, getting so tired with Hashimoto's, I got, I wasn't able to um, have the energy and the strength to, you know, clean my house like I liked to do. And I would get very overwhelmed. The kids were younger. Um, I have always had them help me with things. I do believe in teaching them responsibility and how to do things and I mean, I left home not knowing how to do laundry at 25 or 24 when I left home. Did not know how to do laundry. So my kids know how to do laundry and have known how to do it for a while now. So, and, um, you know, if they let their laundry build up too much, then they do it start to finish by themselves <clears throat> because, you know, I'm not going to, if they're lazy, then they have to do the extra work, not me. Um, they dust their own rooms. They're supposed to clean their own rooms. It's not great right now, but they're working on it. They're supposed to clean their own bathroom <clears throat> and things like that. I want them to know, you know, and that's one of the perks of homeschooling. As I've seen, like, with my sisters, um, I think they feel guilty making their kids do some things for themselves because they feel sorry for them being gone all day. And I understand that. I do. Um, that's what our mom did when we went to school. She would, she'd clean our rooms for us while we were gone because <laughs> she was just home all day. Um, but you know, we didn't learn a lot of things that way. And I, my job as a mom, I believe is to prepare my kids for when, for life, when they're not in my home anymore. And I want them to have as many skills as I can possibly teach them. Um, I do need to work on teaching them the cooking though. Cause sometimes by the end of the day, when it's time to cook, I'm just like, okay, y'all can go play or do what you need to do. And just let me listen to a podcast and cook. Um, I need to do better about that. But anyway, when I was trying to, when I started getting a little more energy and I knew I needed help, um, getting my house clean and getting it. I'm a very, uh, regimented person. I like to have a schedule. Um, 
not super strict since I have to deal with when I'm tired and when I need to rest, <clears throat> but I like to have a routine and know what I'm doing. And the first person I came across was someone called Fly Lady. Some of you may have heard of her. And her big thing, first step was, you know, have a shiny sink or clean sink before you go to bed. And so that was my first step. It's like, okay, make sure the dishes are done. And that's done before I go to bed. And it really is nice to wake up to no dishes in the morning. I've kind of gotten away with from that um, because we'll get all the supper dishes done. The kids do them now. And um, all put up and that's so perfect. But then everybody has snacks and they dirty more dishes. And I guess I could choose to do them and put them up. There's usually only a few. And then have that nice and clean again. <clears throat> uh, Fly Lady got a little overwhelming for me eventually. And I came across um, <clears throat> someone called uh, Clean Mama is her um, website. And I really like her. She has, I even bought her planner, her housekeeping planner. I got that for Christmas one year. And she had a lot of tips. And it was like, you have one specific chore a day. Um, and I, I did do that for a while. Um, but I'm not home every day during the week a lot of times. And right now, I'm, I was home. This was the only day that I was home all day this week. Um, next week too, I, I only get one day. Uh, so I typically have to do things, um, between I'll get my son started on something and then I'll go make my bed and then I'll get him started on something and then I'll, you know, put up laundry or start dusting and do that in between while he's working. And I can usually get <clears throat> the house done in one day if I get to be home and do stuff like that. But her thing is you have one chore every day and that's all you do. You know, you do your basics, you pick up clutter, you wash the dishes, things like that. But as far as, um, a big item like dusting or vacuuming, you do that one day. And then she has in the back of her cleaning journal, a bunch of different, um, like seasonal things. And I really followed that for a while before life got uh, a little too busy lately. I did follow that. And I, like her thing was uh, cleaning light fixtures. Okay. I never cleaned my light fixtures. I didn't know how I was scared to break them. Um, but I watched her little video or read her blog on it and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. It made a huge difference in how the house looked and felt. It was, I highly recommend doing that if you haven't done that. Or I may just be the only one that hadn't ever done that. Um, but she has different things like that. And then once, I believe it's once a month you have, or one, yeah, what every month is, uh, dedicated to a specific room in the house. And so she has a list of things that you would typically do in those rooms. And so that your house gets deep cleaned you know, every so often. And I need to get that list back out and, and do that again, because 
that was really nice. And right now I just, I do good keeping up with, you know, dusting and vacuuming and cleaning the bathrooms because every, I'm just so busy with everything during the day and during the evening. I, you know, I like to chill out and actually get to talk to my husband and spend time with him because he's been gone all day. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and then using the planners in homeschool keeps me on track. I have, even though we use Masterbooks and they have, um, a schedule for each class at the beginning of every book. And I know some people just take that, put it in a binder or even leave it in the book and let the kids check it off. Um, I don't like doing that though. I put the schedule in my teacher binder and then I every week write out what the kids are going to do every day that week in each subject. And then my daughter's, she takes hers and does school on her own. And my son, I use it and we go over things. He's wanting to try his fourth grade now. He wants to try and branch out and do uh, some of it on his own. So we're going to try that. And, but having a planner, that's really helped me. And stuff coming up for school, you know, I can put that in there and schedule in that as well. Like next week, we have a lot going on. And the week after that is Halloween. So there's so many functions. So we will probably take two weeks to do one week worth of school, um, which is helpful. And then um, I saw a tip on Instagram from a, a fellow homeschooler. I think it was homeschooling in faith. I believe that was her handle. And um, she was saying they do it in four days. And they use Masterbooks also. And it's a five, you know, most classes in Masterbooks are five days. Not all, but most. And But they double up one day and do school in four days. And then they have one day to, you know, run errands or uh, catch up on house cleaning and things like that. And I may get to the point where I try that with the kids, at least with my son that I have to help. Um, you know, I still have to sit there and help a lot. Um, I might try that soon because as busy as everything is, it would be nice to have a day off of school besides the weekend. Cause even our weekends have been full lately. But that is, you know, how I've tried to take the things like the brain fog and the low energy and kind of work around them and deal with them. Um, I don't know where I'd be if I wouldn't have discovered using a planner, uh, because there's, like I said, there's just so much going on in life and I would lose track and either be late for things or miss things if I did not have that. Um, and then also, you know, having a schedule for cleaning, I'm going to try and get back to that because that really helped me having a certain day to do a certain chore and then making sure that's done. Uh, they usually, I know fly lady and clean mama both, um, tell you to kind of keep it to like 15 minutes, at least 15 minutes at a time to do things because usually we can find 15 minutes in our day to do something. And that's like me between, uh, subjects with my son and doing things like that. 
I can typically find a few minutes here and there to do things. And so if I can stay on top of that and do that, then that just helps the house feel cleaner, you know, like it's, and if I have to miss a day or if I have to, you know, skip one chore, then it's not gross or overwhelming. It's just like, Oh, okay. Well, that still looks decent because I kept it nice. There was one other, um, habit from clean mama that I have kept up. And as you can see from behind me, I need to do it again, but, um, oiling the wood furniture in the house. I always thought the oil would make it look dustier, like it would stick to it and look dustier, but it doesn't. It actually, um, stays dust free longer when I oil the furniture. I try to do that at least once a month, if not every few weeks. And it really helps everything stay nicer, longer, and just look prettier. And it's good for the wood. So I try to do that and that really has helped a lot. And it doesn't really take as long. I used to dread it probably because, um, growing up, we had to do the dusting, me, my sisters and I, in the house. <clears throat> and I hated that chore. Like I can still feel the oil cause we had to do it with an oil and a rag. Like we didn't have Swiffer back then <laughs> and we had to use it with oil and I can still feel that on my hands and I hated it. So I kind of cringe when it's time to oil the furniture. <laughs> I have to remind myself of the benefits because I don't know, childhood trauma right there. <laughs> Having to dust I mean, my mom had a lot of shelves, tons of knickknacks, lots of wood things because my grandparents made things out of wood. So dusting wasn't a real chore back then. So yeah, I always hated that. Swiffer has made life so much easier. I don't mind dusting now because of that. Um, so yeah, that's how I have turned the hard things with my autoimmune disease and with all the struggles and chaos of life and turn them to where they work for me. And, um, hopefully anyone struggling in that area and struggling to have the energy to do things like just take 15 minutes to do something. Just take a few minutes and do some of the little things. And honestly, the little habits that I've accumulated along the way from the different people that I've followed or different YouTube videos I've watched, the different tips, the things that stuck are so helpful and I need to build on them some more. It's time to get back to those routines and build on it even more because every time I go back and do that, I'll usually get busy and fall out of it a little bit, but every time I go back to it, I usually add another, um, habit or two on to what I've already done. And then in that way I keep growing. And I think that's important. That's my goal is to keep growing. I don't want to, you know, get worse or stay the same. I'd like to get better, but, um, baby steps. I'm very big on baby steps because I get overwhelmed very fast. So, uh, let's see next week. I will, um, probably talk about 
like homeschooling, maybe some health things. My son has asthma and he's been struggling with that recently. So we might talk about that a little bit. And on Tuesday, we're going to talk about some of my family trees, some of the interesting things in my family line. Um, now that I've wrapped up Walter's mystery. So I hope you join me uh, next week. Thank you for joining me on Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. Join me on Tuesday when we'll be talking a little bit about my family tree for once. I'll see you then.